0: Hello, and welcome to the Weird Geeks Horror Channel, where every Friday we'll be covering a new instalment in the classic horror franchise. Go to weirdgeeks.com to check out our other podcast series, social medias, twitch streams, contact details and news on our very own feature films, albums and shorts that are currently in production for our publisher, Weird Tessellate. Weird Geeks is not affiliated with any of the rights holders of the film's referenced, and no infringement is intended. Geeks. Geeks! 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 Hello, and welcome back to the Weird Geeks Horror Show, where every single Friday we take you for another instalment in the classic horror retrospective franchise. I'm your host, and joining me throughout all the Halloween films has been Allison Holland. Hi! Katie Watson.
1: Fuck off, Wade.
0: <laughs> and just in macaroni maraconda.
2: <laughs> I don't
0: know when you turned Italian at some point, but it's definitely happened. Uh, oh, it's been And Italian. I love it. I fucking love it. Well,
2: it's because
1: you call it, him guys. macaroni so often.
0: Oh, that's true. He's now so you call someone You call someone a pasta long enough and they just they gradually pasta. learn Italian. Yeah. That's how languages are learned. Yeah. <laughs> if you ever need to learn Spanish, just keep talking about Just that call pass. him a taco. Oh, that's caco. racist! What's a taco?
3: Taco. Oh, I think oh my caco. god! I'm
0: like, what is a? Caco? <laughs> if you were
3: familiar enough with Mexican food, you would have known I said taco.
0: I've never heard of a taco. Clearly, you guys, pronounced it got taco. Through. We got. Look at
3: you, the food. You change. did. Oh, it's broadcast. recorded. Everybody it's has all heard it now. Over. Fire me! I dare you. You're gonna miss <laughs> out on my pitch. My more than one page pitch. Oh, that's my Holy calendar.
4: Shit. Ignore
2: oh, my no. calendar. Allie's got <laughs> very full. Allie's December
3: p- is full, you guys. That's my
1: November. <laughs> oh, I couldn't read the first part. I saw Ember. <laughs> yes. December
0: is still wide open. We did, guys, 11 films, all the Halloween movies. Oh, Finishing no. last week, of course, with the brand new one and now we're doing a wrap-up so for you, those of you who are new to us and i know we do have some new listeners maybe you're just tuning in for this on a wrap up hello welcome head on over to weirdgeeks.com or do type weirdgeeks on your little blackberry <laughs> device get to your podcast please oh, subscribe blackberry. but please rate us and we do all this for free no subscription fees no patreon fees no banner ads none of that stuff we just you know are crazy people so help us out subscribe
4: and just rate. so you
1: know i typed this in yesterday and we are geeks does not bring up our podcast geeks brings up the podcast we're it brings geeks, it up totally. for me if i didn't iTunes, get it but not in one geeks word bring you up. it's very finicky no
0: no no not in one word oh no as a, don't as, do it in
1: one word you guys <laughs> no,
0: no 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 type it in as we are geeks There, separate words Space. Space. type that in on itunes we'll turn straight up
2: <laughs> whip out those palm pilots and look it up
3: i don't know and why if we're giving to us- instructions to the people who have already found us and are listening to us
2: that's true that's a very good point. Well, it's just, uh, people, <laughs> no, but
4: a lot
0: of people might find us through different means, through like retweets or uh, Facebook okay. things. I okay, sent
1: out a lot of whatever. pigeons, so mm-hmm. I'm waiting on that.
0: Mm-hmm. I so, so out a lot some of people owls. come to us, we find through, like, particularly at the moment, because we're getting new people while we're on our little tour, and you know. They need to go head on over to iTunes to support us. Also, if you're new to us, our wrap-up episodes. what we're going to do. You don't need to have listened to our other ones. If you want to hear the in-depth opinions in each film, then go back and listen to the hours and hours and hours of exhaustive bullshit that we talk about. That's where we'll get into the trivia and all of our opinions and go blow by blow through the scenes. In the wrap-up, we're just going to talk through all the movies in the franchise very briefly, and then we're going to get into the world surrounding it, merchandise stuff, you know, expanded universe stuff, and then our list of best kills, best Mars, best blah, blah, blahs. And then finally, at the end, putting all the films in order before we close the book until next time.
4: Until my Halloween sequel rears, is made.
0: Until Ali's pitch is green light. <laughs> we don't know what the fuck it is yet. To be fair, we've got a busy year, I think next year coming up, haven't we? There's a lot of, a lot of films so like, um, well we well, got a lot of chucky is about to rear his head again so we're gonna have to delve back into that one there's gonna be more purge <laughs> it's gonna be more learned fucking loads of shit anyway halloween
1: 11 movies <laughs> my franchises have not come back
3: <laughs> al has, has been texting wisely. in our purge group being like oh you guys are so funny avoiding watching these episodes and we're like i think it's you and he's like yeah no we're not gonna do it there's too many <laughs>
0: there's 10 episodes of bullshit. Lee and I are both no, like, we'll watch. watch
3: it. And you're like, no, there's too many. No, don't,
0: don't there do is too it. many. <laughs> so if you if you're a if you want if you're one of our purge franchise fans, then A, you're ridiculous. <laughs> and B don't hold your breath for the T V show episode that we promised. We said we are not I all just want to let everybody
3: know that it's Al's fault. If you are is, a fan, no, it's-, it's Al's fault.
0: You can totally Send him me. an
3: email at fuck you at we Say fuck you, I want another purge podcast.
0: You really can and I'll just I'll just delete it. <laughs> Halloween movies. Okay, so we started way back in nineteen seventy eight with the first Halloween. It was a <sighs> production budget of three hundred and twenty five thousand dollars, which when inflated was about one point two million, I think, or something like that. It made seventy million worldwide, did very, very well for itself. I think it's safe to say we're all we don't need to talk about this one much, do we? we're all pretty happy with this film?
4: Yeah.
2: Yeah.
3: I am happy with
0: this. Yeah, we're all... <laughs> they may like, continue well
3: showing it. Yes.
0: it was one. Of, I mean, I will say we do a lot of these franchises. You always think the first film's the best. That's not always true in horror genre franchises, I don't think. Uh, uh, but with this one, whether or not it ends up as our favorite or not, I think we can definitely all say it started off strong uh, with the first film. Yep. Which, yeah, yeah, has not always been the case. Then in 1981, a few years later, we had Halloween 2, budgeted at $2.5 million dollars. That made $25.5 million worldwide. So no one near the same. Um, But still, a great return. Great return. I felt this movie was... This is one of those movies I always think I like more than I do. And then I go back and watch it and I'm just like, it's very meh. It kind of doesn't need to exist. It's got some good moments in it. But they try and turn Michael Myers into a sort of Jason, you know, version. And it doesn't work as well for me. And I'm always kind of surprised when I go back that I don't really enjoy it. And how many people love this movie? I think it's like Loomis
1: in this one. He's just crazy (laughs) in this one. Yeah, he's not as crazy as he gets
3: later on. But this is like the manageable crazy, like the okay amount of crazy.
0: (laughs) (laughs) You're like two years into your relationship, and you're like, "Uh, yeah, it's still kind of of charming. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, How do you guys feel about Halloween two?
4: Yeah, it was, it was
1: <laughs> fun. <laughs> it was fun.
2: And, you know, you get unhinged Loomis. You get a bunch of pretty stupid nurses. So.
1: I just he, oh, he, you literally insured. get the intro of him going, You don't know what death is. And he just
3: turns around and runs off. It's like, Halloween, <laughs> do? We do? Just, I remember being really up. excited at the start of it just because Mr. Sandman's playing at the beginning which like got me really hyped and I thought it was a really good song to open on and then it was a lot of downhill from there for me. <laughs> I shot him six times. So that was at the end of the first one. I guess we get do we get flashbacks to that. You get it
0: again. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. I think he says it again in this one actually. Does he say into. it
3: six times cuz that'd be great?
0: yeah if you look in the mirror and say i shot him six times then Dr. this Lee is also where hands. you watch
1: the dumb jimmy guy like just eat shit in his own in someone else's blood and kill yeah. himself really
0: oh yeah that's ridiculous oh
1: that's so good
0: he sings a little was that, that is it? it jimmy who sings the song No, that ridiculous fucking
1: song no it's the other guy it's the like yeah. ridiculous guy the one to go to the hot sauna yeah
3: the ridiculous guy it's bud. <laughs> is it bud yeah Oh, yeah. You... With the girlfriend who... Yeah. Oh, no. with the, Is that yeah, with good the first partners? one? Yeah,
0: yeah with the girl who didn't want to get naked on set. Oh, uh, uh, yeah. yeah. Then, but then he got naked, so. A year later then, we had Halloween 3, Season of the Witch. A little divisive between us, and definitely in the horror community, one that was hated at the time, has since become a cult classic. The amount of people on the genre horror festival tour are meeting right now, as we're traipsing around with our film Starfish, that love this movie. <laughs> is insane line
1: of themselves
0: they love it budgeted the same as halloween 2 at two and a half million was meant to be the beginning of a whole new sort of series of we're going to do different halloween movies every year not centered around michael myers it made 14 and a half million, so still less and less but still pretty decent not very decent i'll be very happy if you made 14 and a half million back on a two and a half million budget but yeah really kind of hated at a time and not re- not a Halloween film no Michael Myers other than on a TV for a few seconds <laughs> it is basically a sort of weird Twilight Zone episode now yeah I think Katie you are the least happy about this it makes one. me
1: upset every time you compare this to Twilight Zone
0: <laughs> but you you don't understand it really what I'm saying. you understand what I'm saying it's that it's that genre
1: I understand how incorrect you are yes
0: it's <laughs> <God>. <laughs> it is that genre of film sure jesus christ i had always hated this one i was dreading coming back to it i kind of like yeah just f- and you know you can hear it on our podcast me and katie nearly have an argument about it but it's
1: the closest we've come to a fight
0: actually <laughs> yeah but i just tried to judge it for what it was and not as a halloween film which i think judging it for what it was it's a perfectly cheesy midnight you know 80s movie that's kind of fun um but obviously obviously not great ally and justin i kind of forgotten what you guys thought about it
3: i think i thought so a I'm lot of to Halloween. No. <laughs> <laughs> to Halloween. that's
4: what justin thought
3: that's, that's justin's thoughts. opinion i agreed with both you and katie it also still pisses me off that they did that. You must (laughs) choose, (laughs) Ali! It pisses me off as a Halloween movie, obviously, because it's not a Halloween movie, and it pisses me off that the producers thought that that was a good decision. (laughs) Like, that just blows my mind. That they were like, I know, we'll call it Halloween 3, which indicates a sequel to the previous films that have been created. So that's ridiculous, and I hope it's never done again for any franchise. But I also remember... It's not a great movie like it's maybe sure fun midnight movie. I don't think I cared that much for it to even say that I would watch it again because I liked it as a movie itself. And I remember thinking just that like the main our main guy wasn't even that likable. It's Tom Atkins. I know but he was like pretty sleazy which we talked about like <laughs> I know. it would have been fairly easy to fix if you just took out the detail that he's married like and he could sleep around i guess i'd still mm-hmm. think he's sleazy but i'd be like whatever there's not just that he's asshole, married he has, has a family around. waiting yeah. at home <laughs> it's just i don't know i was like i i don't know why people make main characters that aren't likable and expect you to follow along with them
1: yeah or you have well, to like, give them like some redeeming qualities you can't yeah. you have to make them empathetic. it. Yeah, because not everyone is likable, but I would still there's plenty of films or characters that I get behind. I mean, yeah, we if you struggle to like them, it makes it more powerful. Well, we prove time and time again that even with the villains of these franchises that we we by the end, you're rooting for them or like that's supposedly what the end goal is meant to be is that you then follow the icon and they're doing terrible things. And yet you find things to love about them. Yeah, well, but the, they have to put in the effort
3: to show you course. like a side of them that is nice.
0: I think the problem with these films is that there's, you know, you can say something's a great film and then you can say something's a fun film. And great, I feel, is something that's a slightly more objective. Obviously, it's still subjective, but it's objective in terms of we can all tell when something is made with a certain amount of quality or when acting is good or whatever. You might not like it or not, but you can respect something. Whereas fun can come from so many different places. And I think that's what a lot of people perversely mix up with season of the witch It's like you can't possibly say it's a great film you can't but sure you could say it's a fun film if you're watching it in the right crowd or in the right mindset or you're approaching it from the right direction yeah you could have fun with season of the witch but i mean that's kind of what i enjoyed about it this time is it's so stupid like they go off to do this stuff and then they just end up lying around in bed in a hotel for ages you know (laughs) it's like it's just ridiculously bizarre and that can be fun if you're in the right frame of mind
1: it's just england's way of getting people to go to stonehenge is really all it is <laughs>
0: yeah basically and we, yeah we do introduce the runes which are very yeah. important this is the turning point in the halloween franchise you think this one would <laughs> have nothing to do with the rest but the runes are introduced it's coming back halloween four: the return of michael myers made for five million dollars their biggest one 1988 made only about 18 million dollars back so not the return that they wanted But really just trying to get back to the feel of the first couple of movies. You got introduced to Daniel Harris. We're bringing back the familial element, which was introduced in part two of Michael Myers has a purpose for doing this stuff. I remember watching this at the beginning. It's also where we got our great t-shirts that Ali us made for our franchise. She does a little gift on each franchise she's on. And this one, we got t-shirts that say fuck off, Wade. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) I remember watching this one and Justin's like sitting next to me on the sofa and you just like oh, what the fuck is this <laughs> it. but by the time you get to the end of the franchise I don't know for me like, this is one of the better ones I like part four <laughs> it's just a decent film it's just doing Halloween-y things you know it's yeah. like it's not trying to do anything crazy it's just doing what you'd expect from a slasher film pretty well uh, my biggest problem in this one is Michael Myers who looks stupid yeah um, he's... he
1: changes a couple of times in this one
0: <laughs> yeah but I really like, I like the Dr. Loomis and him relationship in this one. I love when he finds him in the gas station yeah. and it's like that. Cool, like. um, and then you have I to like mention Daniel
1: Harris. Harris, Harris. She carries this whole yeah, film. She's great.
0: She's a trooper. trooper.
1: Yeah. yeah.
0: Okay, Halloween 5, 1989. Revenge of Michael Myers made for $6 million. They thought the last one didn't make that much. Let's increase the budget. <laughs> made even less money. $11.5 million. This is the one with the penguin cops. <laughs> <laughs> Bro.
4: Directed Bro. to be like walk-like penguins.
0: Bro.
1: Uh, do it more sexy
0: (laughs) (laughs) sexy like penguin (laughs) daniel harris returning and honestly watching this movie if you want if if you want to watch halloween 5 listen to our podcast and then watch it or look up the trivia around it and then watch it because i think you appreciate this movie a lot more when you realize the shambles the production was and the risk of lives involved in so many just makes me
3: more angry yeah.
0: No, absolutely. But then, at least the only reason I feel to watch this movie is to kind of see those elements and respect Jesus Christ, Daniel Harris, and whoever is on screen got through that scene. Yay! Then it took a little break. Six years, 1995, Halloween: The Curse of Michael Myers. We're right in that Scream era. Sadly, the Halloween films are not yet five million dollars, and it made about fifteen. So it made more, uh, starring Paul Rudd.
4: The old runster.
0: There are two cuts to this one. We chose to review the producer's cut. uh We did discuss both, but we'll mostly be treating the producer's cut because that's the most concise, creative version of this before really it was fucked with by producers. So it shouldn't really be called the producer's cut, the theatrical cut, if you know what I mean. Yeah. Whatever. The theatrical <laughs> cut should be the producer's cut. Yeah, this is one that people hated. And then again, people like once that producer's cut came out officially because it was always on the bootleg scenes people always like oh my god because it's so hard to find this is the brilliant version of this film i still don't think this is a brilliant film it's a terrible film but it's kind of fun and it's kind of like it's got some production value to it and it is definitely fun having paul rudd there and and it is dr loomis it is his final final performance sadly because he died just RIP after this
2: Donald
0: and it gave us the, the producer's cut gave us the incredible line of the power of the runes stopped him
2: yep. yes so magical paul rudd is magical <laughs>
1: that run of his is magical (laughs) is my favorite thing in this whole film (laughs) I just want a hint of that didn't we try finding that and it wasn't anywhere there is very little it's very sad how little of Paul Rudd is available really is very in memes and gifs out there from this film. I but we can make them, Can't we? I know, we I should. Know, I think
0: we have to. Could I keep trying to get memes and gifs of him saying, yeah, the power of the run stopped him But that little smile <laughs> he has, a little please, like, I, I surrounded him in tiny it's pebbles.
1: <laughs> I want a gif of the run because I will use it pretty much weekly.
0: <laughs> Maybe they should try that tactic with the, all the other horror icons, just surround them in pebbles and see what happens. It's,
3: yeah, No one will know what to do.
0: If they just sort of power down like Michael does.
1: I wonder if for Freddy, you'd have to do it around the person who's asleep.
0: Ooh!
1: But then wouldn't they be stuck in their nightmare?
0: That's a good point.
4: True.
1: I don't know. You guys did the Freddy.
3: You should tell me. The Freddy.
0: I I still keep thinking we should do it again because we did it with just two of us. Yeah, (laughs) just you and
3: Alex. I was in the room for one of them, to be fair.
0: You uh, use that and just creepily watch for us the talk
3: seventh one. <laughs> you guys would randomly reference me, and I would respond, but no one could hear me. No
0: one could hear. Aww. In the beginnings of this podcast,
3: when I was still avoiding being in front of a microphone.
0: Now look at you. <laughs> you are Bealing now the into microphone. Submission. <laughs> oh. Three years later. And if it's crazy to me still. it was three years later, because I remember at the time it felt like a big gap between Curse of Michael Myers and H2O, but no, three years later, a Halloween H2O 20 years later, Uh-oh! which should be called H2O, not H2O. H20. $17 million, by far their biggest budget yet, made $55 million at the box office, the best return they'd had. Well, the best gross they'd had since the first film. Not sure about a return with the math. This was definitely going into the screen world. We're getting some Kevin Williamson involvement. We're getting, um, what's his name? Fucking hell. How have I forgotten his name? The director of Friday the 13th Part 2 and 3 and, like, Placid did this one. Steve House. Steve Miner, thank you.
2: Welcome. He was a minor person in the process. We've got
0: Jamie Lee Curtis (laughs) returning. And this was meant to be it. This was meant to be her. All right. This is, we're ignoring everything after Part 2. This is going to be a trilogy of Laurie Strode films. And this is the ending. And they had some production problems, things changed around quite a bit. But quite we bit. definitely get an ending. We definitely get an ending. Yeah. Right.
2: And we get some. And new I'm gonna mask. argue
0: I'm gonna argue through this wrap out, wrap up that H two O is the only ending that we get <laughs> in the Halloween series. <laughs> because every other film just kinda ends with a ah, fell down a well. Yeah. Or with a you question mark again. Of sorts. Oh yeah.
1: Or you just watch a house burn knowing that there's no one in it.
0: Which, interestingly, I was just talking to a friend of mine called Joe, who was saying he doesn't like the ending of H2O because it's bullshit, because you know they're gonna make more. Which, for me, Agreed. is not a reason not to have an ending. No, but for me, like, there's not a reason not to make an ending. It's like... yeah, it's the, If you're doing a horror franchise, sorry, if they make money, they're gonna keep doing them. But I would prefer endings to make a good film, and then the next film has to worry about what the fuck it's gonna do to get out of there. Or just yeah. Uh, yeah. Or making just them being... and
3: stick to your guns. <clears throat>
0: Sure, sure, sure. But I mean I'm not gonna judge H2O because it has a finality to it that a number eight then decided to happen and they couldn't get out of it very well. Yeah. You know? it, I mean that's H2O what I think
3: for. I had said this in the podcast that if I had seen it when it came out, I would have been extremely satisfied. But because exactly. I watched it knowing there were more coming, I was just pissed, especially when I learned that it was called Resurrection and then again, watched it that is, <laughs> watched resurrection and that is The
0: thing with the weird myriad of of halloween films is that yeah there are so many trees here like you can just watch one two and h2o you can just watch number one and the new one Eleven. sort of <laughs> uh, sort of you can, can watch, watch nine and ten yep yeah. You can watch, yeah, if you want to, you can include Resurrection after H2O, but you might be pissed. Like, there's yeah. so many different Don't ways end to watch on this. Resurrection,
1: please. Uh-uh. No.
0: 2002, Halloween Resurrection. <laughs> Speaking of. $15 million, of- <laughs> made $38 million worldwide, finished out, again, the Laurie Strode story, with a pretty terrible opening, but sadly, that terrible opening is probably the best bit of the film because then we get into some ill-advised and very late-in-the-day webcam stuff, <laughs> which doesn't work at all. We have Buster Rhymes karate chopping Michael Myers and pulling kung fu's on him.
1: You get to watch Tyra Banks actually eat food, though, which is pretty much the only real <laughs> reason terrifying. to watch this film. Well, and
0: she dies off-screen, yeah. so you don't even get to see Tyra so Banks killed. many off-screen kill. kills. And you have a collection of, like, sub- 90s actors who didn't oh make it like guy, the guy from American Pie and just all these people who are just like this is a fucking terrible movie well, <laughs> Sean Patrick
1: it. Thomas though pretty great that's
0: true and a terrible ending which just goes oh, on for yeah. ages we're in a code of him being wheeled off to a hospital and then ages and ages of waiting of what's gonna happen when he's left alone with this nurse oh he's gonna open his eyes great
1: <laughs> dun, dun,
0: dun. Oh. that movie and then they took a little break because like well what are we gonna do Five years later, they came out with Halloween, Rob Zombie's Halloween, the reboot, $15 million as well, made $77.5 million, great return. Yeah, this is one, I I think this is the most difficult one to kind of interpret, because every now and then, like, when I was doing research for a list, I kept seeing scenes from this film, I was like, oh, this film's fucking great. Yeah. Like, seeing the kills (laughs) out of context, seeing these moments, like, it looks great, it shot great, I like the stuff they do with kid Michael Myers. Yeah. What I don't like is... His writing, the opening is terrible. Like people, the he doesn't, understand, is awful. doesn't understand what characters should be in a Halloween film. Um, no. it's an atrocity. He writer. doesn't
1: understand the dynamic of a yeah. relationship. So him trying to <laughs> write that for several couples is it's a horrific thing to watch in and of itself.
0: And it's a film just split into very awkwardly. Like you yeah. can tell he wanted to do the kid stuff, and the studio wanted him to just remake the original film. So. While at the time when I first wrote, I think I was most angry about the kid stuff because it doesn't interest me. It's definitely the best bit of the movie. And then you just get into a sort of pseudo remake of the original, which is just like, all right, great. Now we're just rushing through this so we can get to an end. Um, and it looks
3: stylish, but that's about it. I like the Ali. songs he chooses, but that's also pretty much it. I like that he, because we see, we hear Mr. Salmon again in H2O, and then I like the way he uses it in his. Mm-hmm. And obviously we all know Katie and I love Captain Clegg the fictional band in his Obviously. Halloween too. So I like his music choices, but I'm not crazy about his character development or his writing.
1: I just hate the men he writes or the women. I hate both of them. I hate both. <laughs> <laughs> so yes, the people suck. <laughs> but the I, do, I like the young Michael here and I like to see the origin, but, and it was, so it was really cool. The first, the first couple of kills are really, really cool. Yeah. But yeah, it takes a turn pretty quickly.
0: Again, I think he's a you know, great visual director, some great yeah. ideas, but just should not touch a script. Exactly. He <laughs> should. Or, not or touch it. Me.
1: No. Your wife he is not allowed. Two years
0: later, with H2 or Halloween 2, $15 million as well, which is <sighs> gobsmacking to me because when you look at this, again, looking at clips out of context, it looks so much cheaper than the first one. $38 million return. And this is a surreal film. It's like going into an alternate dimension and seeing a Halloween movie. Michael Myers, his mask gradually deteriorates. He's just a bearded hobo walking around. By the end of the movie, his face is just way out and he is just a bearded hobo. You get Dr. Loomis now being a complete asshole on a press tour. You've got, yeah, like the characters have just like the Laurie Strode has turned into this fucking just annoying God. sort of goth vegan thing. I don't yes. know what she is. <laughs> We should say Daniel Harris is in both of these movies as well. It's, uh, I don't know. When I first saw this, I was like, you don't even know what to make of it. And then there's a director's cut. And I know there's a huge divide in the horror community because people are either like, that is the worst thing of all time is his director's cut. Or they're like, no, this is one of the best Halloween <laughs> films from his director's cut. And uh, I don't think either are true. But he, yeah, the director's cut is the one that we chose to really delve into because that's his vision of the film. And that's, I think, how it should be judged. Very weird movie and strange not very good
1: great party <laughs> great party yeah
0: great party <laughs> i mean i i kind of like the opening bit in the hospital where you think oh we're actually just going to get halloween 2 in a hospital but it was shot better remember when she's hiding that little the, the
3: like telephone shack outside oh, right. mm-hmm. yeah
0: and then he's just like destroying the walls around her yeah. and stuff
1: <laughs> and then she wakes yeah. up in a worse reality <laughs> that is her yeah, bedroom <sighs>
2: Lots of Sherry Moon, lots of White Horses. Oh, God. Just having to be oh. around Moon. oh, That's a oh, horror movie in itself.
0: I cannot stand Sherry Moon. And then, a nine-year break until last week's Halloween 2018, which again, forget all the other films, it's meant to be just Halloween 1, and then this Halloween 2018. I've seen
2: a trend with Jamie Lee. She's like, um, the other one's not my happen. previous
0: work. Yeah.
2: This is now the next thing.
0: I was listening to her interview with her yesterday on the IGN UK podcast, where Gav Murphy is interviewing her, and oh, God bless him, he's
1: really—he's
0: really awkward about it because he he walks into the interview and he forgets he's wearing short sleeves, and he completely forgets on his arms he has like three cats which are, are tattooed, and each one has a mask from a different horror icon, like a Jason mask, a Freddy mask, and a Michael Myers mask on each cat. It's pretty cool. And she immediately points it out as he walks in, and then he gets all awkward and he's thrown by what a geek he looks like. <laughs> And he, yeah, one of the questions he does ask her is like to do with H2O and Resurrection. And she's like, Well, forget it. There is no other films. It's just Halloween and then this.
4: Halloween. <laughs> and you know, even saying it funnily,
0: she's being like completely unironic. It's like, Well, you can ask people to forget it, but they exist. And you and were this adamant there. when H2O and came you're out. You in them. Yeah. And the problem with that is that Halloween, and you can listen to our last week's podcast, but Halloween and then this Halloween, they don't even actually work together. Like, there is missing data between the two of correlating events. Right. So it's not even like the first one finishes and this one continues. It's like, no, stuff happened that we didn't get to see, which they don't even really talk about or cover. So, yeah. It's kind of just its own thing. And I know Danny McBride has said it just exists in its own universe, so this is kind of just like its own Halloween. (laughs) What a confusing fucking franchise, guys. Yeah. (laughs) But hey, this new one, lots of money, made for $10 million dollars, and has made 171 million dollars so far that's a lot unbelievable amount it's made 100 million dollars more than the first film and it costs less than both rob zombie movies it costs less than resurrection it's insane
3: so it's Uh, already made more than the first one did just
0: 100 million more okay i mean not adjusted for inflation but i still think that that would cover yeah Uh, more roundabouts crazy absolutely incredible so a huge success Great success! So in two Great years, success. it's going to
1: be every film that's coming out is a classic cult horror movie
0: yep. remake. We're going to get all those slashes back, and I am happy about the new one success at least for that because, god damn it, I need a new Friday Thirteenth movie <laughs> really yeah. badly, starring Buster Rhymes. <laughs> Fuck off! Uh,
1: Fuck off! Shut a- a- that motherfucker!
0: I don't think like none of the rap artists from the '90s ever died in these horror movies, so they should just do a movie where they bring in like LL Cool J from H2O, (laughs) Busta Rhymes from Halloween Resurrection. (laughs) Like, just bring them all back. It's like they're all you know recording an album together, and then Michael Myers turns up to fuck them up.
4: Be awesome.
1: That would be really great.
0: So, what else has happened then in the Halloween universe? There were novels. None of us have read any of these novels because why would we? Really, we have Um, lives. (laughs) 1979 was the first one by Curtis Richards as a novelization. They also novelized parts two, three, and four. And actually, novelization of the new film has just come out by John Passarella. Um, so if you want to read what you could see, there you go. And in this, this is the only interesting thing I found with the novels. In 1997, Berkeley Books published three young adult novels based around Halloween, written by Kelly O'Rourke. These are three YA novels. So listen to this pitch for each novel. Okay, that's just like a sentence. Because some of these, I think, genuinely sound like a lot more fun than most of the sequels <laughs> that we've had to watch. So it was released in 907, titled The Scream Factory, follows a group of friends who set up a haunted house attraction in the basement of Haddonfield City Hall, only to be stalked and killed by Michael Myers while they are there. That sounds pretty fun.
1: I would watch that or read that.
0: You gonna have a good fun with that movie. Yeah. The second novel, The Old Myers Place, focuses on Mary White, who moves into the Myers house with her family. Michael returns home and begins stalking and attacking Mary and her friends. Less fun. A little more resurrection style. Yeah. Still. The Madhouse is the final one. It features a young girl, Christine Ray, who joins a documentary film crew crew that travels to haunted locations, and they are currently headed to Smith's Grove Sanitarium, where they are confronted by Michael.
3: Mm. Confronted by him. (laughs)
0: He's like, hello.
3: (laughs) hello you i have, have some path. issues with your morals let's talk
0: that to me sounds like what resurrection should have been because again going to his house not getting out of it is so stupid going to smith's yeah. grove in a found footage movie that could be like grave encounters it could be like spooky, spooky
4: spooky spooky
0: spooky you could bring in like supernatural stuff as well as michael Myers. you could play with that a little bit you know mm. katie's not convinced <laughs> i
1: don't know i don't see it i don't like that side of my head
0: not saying it'd be I great think I'm just saying, i think it's a better pitch than a lot of the movies that we watched that's all i'm saying
1: oh yeah no uh, contest
0: if you want to read these these young adult novels are probably still out there somewhere comics holy shit so we always have a weird thing with these franchises sometimes there are no comics and it's quite weird or very little and sometimes like hellraiser there are tons of comics that i had to try and read through halloween there's not that much and the majority of it has been written by one dude called scott hutchinson I spent the last few months collecting all of these, we now have a complete collection of first prints of all of these.
2: You spent the last few months with him. (laughs) With him,
0: hanging out. I spent the last few months just standing outside his living room window, just (laughs) watching him write. There's not that many, and I've read all of them, and I was rereading a bunch again last night to refresh myself, because it was a few months ago that I actually was reading these. So I'm going to tell you what's worth your time and what's not, which is most of it. Uh, (laughs) Spoilers, it's mostly crap.
1: (laughs) (laughs) You just stood outside his window and said that to him.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Mostly. It's
3: mostly crap. (laughs) There's
0: a couple. There's a couple of decent things. It is hard to find. I always get excited with slasher comics, but it's hard to do it. Well, apparently it's hard to do it. (laughs) I don't know if it really is. There were no Halloween comics until 2000. Can you believe that?
1: What? Wow.
0: As far as I can find, no Halloween until 2000. Then we had Halloween one from chaos comics. This is in the four to six timeline takes place immediately after Halloween Curse of Michael Myers and it attempts to connect 4 to 6 into the H2O timeline. It's not good. Ah, uh, that's my review. Halloween 2 came out also that year. It's called The Blackest Eyes. This follows on directly from Halloween 1 uh, from yeah, the previous comic. Also not good. You might surprise you. Halloween 3, The Devil's Eyes is also in the 4 to 6 timeline, follows on from Halloween 2. This one's got some decent art. Laurie Strode, is, is alright in this one. Some of these you can actually read online if you want to. I don't know. The, the art is better than the others. That's about all I can say. So it's slightly easier to take. But these stories are just so short. It's, you know, it's in that sort of tiny 20 page or whatever templates. So it's just like, there's not much time to get into anything. It's not great. Then in 2003, we had Halloween One Good Scare. This is in the H2O timeline. Uh, this was a limited comic originally sold as a collectible at the Halloween convention in South Pasadena for the 25th anniversary of halloween and it follows david loomis who is the son of dr loomis um who is also a doctor so he is also dr loomis
1: keep it in the family
0: exactly uh however he thinks his father's obsession ruined his father and he thinks michael myers is long dead but then a patient called lindsey wallace turns up convinced the boogeyman is after her this one's a bit more arty um Mm. and this is where scott hutchinson came Mm, in it's done quite arty it's also not great but it could be. It's sort of like, you start reading it and you're like, oh, this could actually be good, and no. Hmm. But at least it's being more ambitious than the others, you know? There's Halloween Autopsis, which is a tiny, tiny, tiny little thing from Paranormal, Activity, uh, sorry, Paranormal Pictures. This came free with limited copies of the Halloween 25 Years of Terror documentary DVD. This is terrible. It looks like fan art. It's very, very bad. Then we get into Halloween 30 Years of Terror, Devil's Do Publishing, an H Story Timeline. This is a double-sized issue of five short stories, all written by Scott Hutchinson, featuring Laurie Strode, Dr. Loomis, and Michael Myers. There are two actually pretty good ones in this. Again, they're incredibly short. You're talking about five pages each for these short ones. But there's two actually ones that are all right. There's a wordless one that's just a kill, but it's done pretty effectively. And better yet is one from the perspective of Laurie as a kid growing up, leading into the beginning of Resurrection. And that was actually kind of good. I like that. I think that might be... The best thing Scott Hutchinson has done for Halloween comics. Nice. If you want something media, you've only got one option, and that's Halloween Night Dance, that came out in 2008 as well, also in H2O timeline. This is a mini series that became a graphic novel. It takes place between H2O and Halloween Resurrection. It has art by Tim Seeley, who was one of the creators of Hack Slash. Seeley Dan. This is also the first time you're gonna get full nudity in a Halloween comic, if that's what you're looking for. <laughs>
3: Male or female?
0: Uh, female. Of course. Men butts, no men penis.
1: Boobs are more fun to draw.
0: <laughs> it's decent actually, just because it's longer, it is okay. But it's not his writing isn't that great. <laughs> just didn't stop it. <laughs> it's just he's still writing like he's running little tiny shorts. He brings in all these characters and then tries to make them collide in a sort of magnolia event of all these lives overlapping it's just he's not great at writing and he writes everything like he's sort of 15 or 17 like love stories are clearly from his own marriage and it's all doting and just saccharine and just it's just i don't know it's opposite it's...
1: of rob zombie's relationship
0: yeah oh you... no it is yeah if you're on the opposite of rob zombie's take on halloween read scott hutchinson's night dance <laughs> but it's all right like you know i read it <laughs> so <laughs> I can get through it at first i was looking forward to that one because like this is a meaty story this is what i want i want like a movie and a comic book but after reading his other stuff i was like oh i don't know if i want to read this i could get through it and then the last ones are just a series from 2008 2009 called the first death of laurie strode again in the h2o timeline this is a three issue limited series following immediately on from halloween 2 but the third issue was never released (laughs) However, there's still rumors of it coming out, even though it's been 10 years because there are images around. It exists. It's just never been released. No one really seems to know why. Sure. Uh, maybe someone listening does. If so, please email us, mail <laughs> at Because I couldn't find any reason. I have read the first two issues. The art's pretty interesting. It's different. It's kind of cool. It's nice having a story just around Laurie. But this series needs to be like 10 episodes long, like the, the first comic is basically just summarizing part two almost, you know, getting you back into the swing of things. So I don't know how three issues would have done it. And then they even announced the successor to that, Halloween, The Mark of Thorn. And then that never came out either. Oh, jeez. So there's been nothing in like 10 years again. So it was a weird little bracket there for about nine years. where there was quite a lot of Halloween comics and now nothing. I would suggest maybe Night Dance, and I would suggest The 30 Years of Terror, which is just small little vignettes, but there's a couple of okay ones in
4: there. That's about it.
0: Video games. yeah, Justin, yep. you like to play those things? I would like to play those. <laughs> there have been only three yep. uh, Michael Myers appearances, really, in video games. There's been one way back in the day, 1983, on the Atari 2. 2000- Two did you call it 2600 or two thousand six hundred? I don't even know how you say it. Yeah,
2: oh. yeah twenty six hundred. Sorry, twenty six hundred. Okay. This game looks hilarious. Thank you. Like no, it familiar. is two six
1: zero zero. That's what I called it. No, I call it
4: twenty six oh. Ooh. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> There's
0: a little blippy bloopy game, much like the original Friday Thirteenth and the original Nightmare on Elm Street. Yep. Does Justin the do the sound effects for
4: that?
0: It literally is like that <laughs> <laughs>
3: that's hilarious
0: you're just running around the screen seems like separated in two which i didn't really understand yeah and you're trying to save kids from michael myers as a babysitter it's about it it would be but not
1: you just keep putting them in head. closets my babies
0: yeah <laughs> not under, sorry 26
1: <laughs> <is I> <laughs> and then you just see them um, like run out of a house <laughs>
0: No, and then Michael like Myers didn't appear in a video game again since 1983 until
2: 2014. Where oh, yeah. did he turn up? Call of Duty, uh, Ghost. Ghost. Yeah, Call of Duty Ghost.
0: That was the one with Kevin Spacey, wasn't it? Ghost. I, think. Oh, that was oh, I
2: good. don't even know.
0: I think so. It was just bad.
1: For Kevin it's Spacey made bad weird. decisions. I remember
0: when this happened because I really did not like Ghost at all. And then they suddenly announced in the multiplayer, the online multiplayer, Michael Myers was going to turn up. I was like, what? What is
2: happening? It does not make any sense, but it looks awesome. And I would just play that game for that mode.
0: Yeah, I played a bit. I went in there, but so you're essentially... It's very weird. Like, go online and check out videos of it. It's very funny because yeah. you're just playing normal Call of Duty with Marines running around everywhere, just yeah. army guys.
2: And you're just you get a speed boost, your melee attacks are stronger, and you can take more damage. That's pretty much what it is.
0: That's pretty much it. Is. And you, and have you a get yeah, the theme skin. tunes playing, and you just have your butcher's knife, and you're just running around with all these guys with like guns and grenades it's, trying to shoot it's you. It's kind of like a butcher's knife.
2: You have like a little uh, hatchet, like a.
0: Oh, is it like a little hatchet?
2: Yeah.
1: It'd be so great if every time someone knocked you down, you just see, like, an aerial view. Like, you, all you're doing is, like, looking up at the sky, and then all of a sudden you're just, like, whoosh, You just bend <laughs>
2: you forward, just right you up look
1: up, you have to stand up again.
0: I mean, yeah, it was fun. I remember playing this a bit at the time. I had no idea if anyone's still playing Ghost Online, but you can, I'm sure you can get Ghost the uh, Jeep now. If you, if you want to be Michael Myers and run around and kill army people, <laughs> go for it. If they, imagine if they remade this one, we'd be, like, combining The Predator and Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty strange.
4: Yeah,
0: and then he appeared again two years later in a little film that me and Justin like to piss on called Dead by Daylight, which was the Friday the Thirteenth competitor. And anyone who says it's better than Friday the Thirteenth video game, just, wrong. Uh,
4: yeah,
2: you're wrong. <laughs> oh, you're oh, wrong, hundred yeah. percent. It's well, I, I noticed that people that like it just, you know, aren't well diversed in horror franchises and. Don't really like to use critical thinking to solve problems in video games and just want easy. It's like, should should I play Battlefield 5 or should I play Call of Duty Space Dogs? (laughs) They're gonna
0: get to that, don't worry. Yeah, I keep, I went back to Dead by Daylight a couple of months ago because they have all these characters in it. I think Freddy's in there, I think Leatherface is in there. And I was like, oh, well, that's, I mean, they've got some pedigree now. Before it was just sort of make-believe characters. But it's just the oh, I just don't like how that game works at all. Like yeah. I prefer Michael Myers in the in the Ghost in, in Call of Duty than that type of I like. think
2: when Friday the Thirteenth the new one comes out, it'll definitely help the video game because there's like weird stuff going on with it. I think only recently now they got dedicated servers for Friday the Thirteenth.
0: Yeah, yeah. I'm starting to think I know. I keep going back to that, and they've they've expanded on that really well. Like it's yeah. still clunky and it's still you know a little broken, but there's at least a lot of different things you can do in that game you could play it a lot of different ways Dead by Daylight is just like there's one thing you do and that's it
2: yeah like and it
0: really gets boring like each quickly.
2: game is completely different and it's always just really hard to live in Friday the 13th which it falls to how the movies are which yeah. you can't really kill them but you can always escape and it's kinda it's pretty fun unless you get crazy like I-
0: because when that Friday the 13th game was being made originally, it was these people who did not hold the license. And what they were doing was they were going to make like four seasons of games based around classic horror series. So they were basically going to Thieve from Friday the 13th, Thieve from Nightmare on Elm Street, Thieve from uh, Halloween. And then they got bought up in that first season because it was looking pretty good. And they got given the official license of Jason to do this game with and it's made a lot of money so i'm really surprised the other people haven't jumped on board and gone you should do us a halloween game you should do us a yeah freddy game and texas chainsaw game because i would love to see that group make some other horror themed
2: yeah because all they need to do is just change out the map you could still have the same characters you could totally do And change the villain uh, and you would just be like oh texas chainsaw well the next map takes place in a swampy marshland and you still have like Mm-hmm. but a different objective it's like oh you need to find yeah. whatever
0: then you're in an autumnal you know had him filled like yeah. yeah it'd be pretty easy to swap it around
1: texas chainsaw would be really scary in that because you could just hear his chainsaw like off in yeah. the distance yeah and it would get be closer and closer yeah ah! it's out. like <laughs> rev,
2: rev the chainsaw and just like
1: you're like oh
2: or you would just hammer people to death or you
1: just go outside <laughs> yeah. of your shack that you're hiding in, and he's just spinning in circles with it. You're like, oh, yeah. never mind. Yeah,
0: <laughs> in like his dance. The, yeah. One of you gets dragged away, and the others have to decide: do you leave, or do you try and save your friend who's right. in the house with the grandpa who's trying to like hammer their head in? Like,
1: right. Creepy. <laughs> and,
0: and then there'll be like a weird QTE section where you, a uh, girl. Spread legged with the chainsaw between your legs opening cans of coke.
2: In a yeah. bathtub. It could, it could be like you start in the house and you have to escape out of the house and then you get to find like the car keys and stuff in yeah. order to drive away.
3: Climb a fake fountain.
2: Climb a fake Come fountain. on
0: guys. Make this make these games.
1: Right. Easy, I mean surely. even look at like what Resident Evil does and PT and all those other ones and it's like those are terrifying because you're in a confined space not able to get out and you're just yeah. like surrounded by different malevolent characters <laughs> Spooky. all have their own way of wanting to tear you apart don't tear me apart great. Lisa
0: yeah Hellraiser would be harder
4: <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah
0: but it'd be a lot so, of pleasure just three video games that you can play if you're into that stuff fan films Now, we've gone back and forth on the wrap ups and when we cover them and when we don't, and it tends to be how many are there out there and how much we really have to talk about. I think we're going to do, at some point, a horror show fan film podcast, like just one episode that covers previous franchises and we're going to talk over just some of the fan films because, holy shit, there are dozens and dozens of Halloween fan films, and some of these are 45 minutes long, some are an hour-plus long. I checked out a bunch of them. They all look terrible, of course. Yeah, we did this for The Purge and they were awful. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah but the purge at least like, there's so not promising. too many
1: we also watched these for hellraiser well we watched exactly. like three major ones exactly
0: but they're just too many for halloween and they're too long so uh you know we might come back to this at some and do a fan film special where we look at some of these because i do think it's interesting to look at and there are some gems out there that should be highlighted. as someone who's made a, a terrible fan film myself <laughs> they need a shout out i like you your one. fan film however i should mention though like at the names of these you have Friday the 31st, Michael versus Jason is one of them. Oh my god. Oh,
2: I would watch that one.
0: <laughs> Hell yeah. There's one just called Halloween H3O. <laughs> so 30 years later? And then Halloween h 3 5 I'm going to like Halloween 724316. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's just like someone's avatar name was already taken. So... We're suggesting Halloween age 3508
1: Exclamation yeah. point.
0: <laughs> Squiggly line. Yeah, lots and lots of fan films. Enjoy yourself if that's, what is, if that's what you're into. Let's get into our list, guys. Let's do it. I'm eager. Uh, let's start, shall we, with best kills.
4: oh uh, Yeah.
0: Because that's, you know, the hallmark of a good slash film. You're going to have some good kills. Some of these, what well, was the series we did recently that was tough because all the kills are pretty much the same. I've forgotten what that was
3: the purge everybody was just being shot
0: yeah the purge is pretty tough Halloween movies again like this has been one of the hardest franchises to judge and I'll tell you what when I put these films in order the longest I've had to spend trying to figure out an order for any franchise that we've covered so far it was complicated (laughs) there's a lot lot to figure out who wants to start I've got a few kills that are like with a definite favorite yeah
2: I like two
0: who wants to go first I can go
2: first so, my kills, right? like favorite kills? Don't make it awkward, guys. I liked, uh, I can't remember his name, Glasses Dude Kitchen. He just, like...
0: From the oh, first right. one? Oh, from the first one?
2: Yeah. Bob. Bob, yeah, yeah Bob's Bob. death. So he just, like, you know, got some sexy on, and then he was like, fine, I'll go get the beers, went downstairs, and then got shanked, and then pinned up like a beautiful painting. <laughs> I, no, no, that, admired for ages. that one was good and then of course following after what's her name that he was with like that's a awesome death because he michael myers comes back with the little sheet over his head oh yeah and then she's just like oh my gosh whatever i'm gonna call Lori. and she goes to call and then gets strangled on the phone <laughs> and then it like reveals that it's him and you get like a nice close-up of his mask and what's her name? Like, here's it. I'm like, that's awesome. Because it's like terrifying for Lori. Yeah, true. I actually
0: got that one down as one of, probably my favorite one from the first film. When I went back to those kills, I was like, that one actually it's weird because I kind of overlooked it at the time. But going back to it, it is kind of creepy. Like, she thinks it's her boyfriend. Like, his, his sheet gets pulled off as she's dying and he's just yeah. strangling her yeah, slowly. Yeah, it's
1: so cool. It just, like, kind like of shifts to the
2: side. breathing's heavy.
0: Yeah. Yeah, Laurie, like, he a breathing. You get an obligatory boob shot. It's got everything a slasher film needs pretty much in one scene, yeah. essentially. <laughs>
2: and, it's of like course, just yeah. the, like, the throat slit ones. Those ones are good. And then the weird thumb in the forehead.
4: Oh, I hate those. <laughs> the weird
0: those. thumb in the pickup <laughs> shot. <laughs> it's just
2: like, uh, how do we kill this? these people in the ambulance? Or wherever they are. Thumb in the head. Thumb of death. <laughs> I'm a death.
0: Allie, what about you?
3: I have four. Two are kills and two are kills we don't see, but they are deaths that we see later. Oh, okay. So my two favorite kills, my top favorite is actually the same one Justin mentioned of Bob being stabbed and propped up on the wall. And it's mostly just because that's the head tilt that we get. And I don't Mm. really think, I feel like there were a few Michaels that tried to mimic this in the later films, and I don't think it's ever as satisfying as this one. Because it's like creepy, but curious and kind of cute in a way. So I like that. And then my second favorite is also from the first film, and it's when Annie's killed. It's the first time we see him hiding in the the backseat and reach over and slur her Just the proper like eyes crossed, tongue out. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah.
4: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so I like
3: that. And then my two kills that are not, we don't see the person die, but we see them dead later. My favorite of those is actually in 2018, uh, the guy whose neck is and chin are like broken and split apart outside of the bus.
4: Yeah. And we're just like oh, on yeah. him for like
3: maybe one and a half seconds and it's really cool. And then the one I like right after that is Joseph Gordon-Levitt with the ice skate in the face.
1: That one's pretty yeah. good.
0: Yeah, I have to agree. For like ones that you don't see it happen, I, the ice skate one I love. Yeah, yeah and I love. It. There's a lot of that in Halloween 2018. There's a lot of cool kills. So it's like, oh, we don't so you see You just it see it happen. later. Yeah. yeah, which is weird. The flashlight <laughs> in the head. <laughs> yeah, or like the guy's face, like impaled on the fence. It's like you yeah. don't see any of it happen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, Good choices, Katie.
1: I have possibly controversial ones. Of I totally agreed with you, Al, because I was going when I was going back and looking over things and i kept coming to the first rob zombie one and i was like oh, someone was like yeah the di- i remember hating all of the dialogue but it's so it's so good lo- looking and so i was like looking at stills and i'm like replaying scenes and going over stuff and i love the kills of the young michael in this one that scene of him killing that the bully out in the park is insane it's chilling it's everything that i would have wanted from michael a couple of years older than when he's you know six or however old he is four five six um in the very original one um and then him duct taping his stepdad to the chair (laughs) it's really creepy obviously not practical I don't know who would sleep through getting duct taped to a chair. (laughs) And a lot of whiskey. A lot of whiskey, that's true. But I found those to be some of my favorites other than the obvious classic ones because, I mean, everyone loves the other ones. You can't not love the other ones. But then also, yeah, when in H2O with the decapitation scene at the end, I know that it's not a Michael kill, but it's one of... The most iconic moments of this franchise for me. So going with yeah, you.
0: we're we're on the same page because yeah, like the, the problem is normally when you come to best kills, I found with this series is like you're normally looking for fun, yeah, and there are some fun ones like the ones you guys have mentioned, Halloween Five. Although I hate that film, I kind of like the pitchfork kill with the guy who's having sex with the girl in the barn, mm-hmm. yeah. H2O's got a bunch of kind of fun ones that aren't quite as good as they could have been, but like the girl hanging with a light bulb through her, which is Sarah, and her actual death is so prolonged going up and down that chute. Yeah. Yeah. And then her leg, leg getting ripped off is like, it's pretty cool. But yeah, the ones where really you stick with me are, yeah, the kid killing the kid in Halloween, Rob Zombie's Halloween, that Katie just said, but not because it's fun. No. Because <laughs> it's actually chilling. And then, yeah, 100%, it's like this is the first time I think my favorite kill in an entire franchise is of the villain. And that never happens in the franchise. Like, the deaths of the villains are always pretty boring. But H2O has the most satisfying kill in the entire series for me. And it looks fucking great. And the music is great with it. And to have the end of the movie like that with her panning is, like, 100% my favorite kill. Even yeah. though, yeah, like you say, it's not Michael Myers doing the killing. but
1: Well, and even in the second one, like, they everyone handles Laurie and Michael so theatrically. And with, <laughs> you know, due course because they deserve it. Um, And even in the second one with, you know, the falling Laurie Strode and she kisses him and as she's, or you know, I'll see you in hell and then falls.
2: In resurrection, yeah. Right. She's fallen off her roofs twice.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. You like that one?
1: Yeah. I mean, why would you not love that?
0: Yeah. I mean, it's, again, I hate it because it exists, but it's it's an okay moment in the
1: context of that film. Yeah.
0: All right, best masks. Like, he's had different masks constantly. I think safely, none of us are going to say the H2O masks. But Dude, you so should good. go online oh, and there's two of them. There's two of them. Yeah, they got the CGI, the CGI one. Got mask. The sort of, <laughs> they got the sort of mime mask. They've got so all kinds of shit going on in H2O, which really breaks my heart. I wish he just had a good mask in that film. I'm going to start off with this one. I got two favorites by High a for? country
4: mile. <laughs>
0: it was, yeah, the new Halloween. Halloween 2018, I think his mask is fantastic, it's just like the first one, however, looking worn, looking a bit beaten, some good textures on there, absolutely love that mask, and I think he looks great throughout uh, the new Halloween. And then, actually H2, Halloween 2, the beginning part, now the mask deteriorates too much, and eventually just becomes beard, but at the beginning of the movie, it is, it's like Chucky, like it's so fucked up, it's so patched together... It's just this nightmarish sort of heavy metal version of his mask, and I love it so much. He looks great. His eye's are always black. Rob Zombie really knows how to shoot him when he's in that mode, uh, which is a, makes it even more heartbreaking that he doesn't do it for the rest of the movie. Um but yeah, those are my two fa- favorite masks.
2: Allie.
3: I also have two favorites, the first one being Halloween 2018. I agree. I like think it looks super, super cool. I like that they went with a decomposed look. Without obviously the way that the actual mask decomposed is not wearable, but I like the look of this one. And then the other one is actually my the first film, so the William Shatner painted white. I remember seeing being upset when I saw the mask in Halloween Two in the 1981 version because I guess obviously they got in trouble for using that mask. So I remember being bummed about that because I thought that was a cool look.
1: Katie Watson. Yeah, I feel we're all kind of moving in the same vein where we appreciate the original but we like the grittier versions better obviously than Eyeliner 1 and like No Face <laughs> <laughs> which yeah, but I liked Halloween 2 as well. I liked it I liked when he pulls it from the floorboard. I don't like it.
0: Yeah, and you're talking about which
1: The, Rob Zombie, the Halloween Rob 2 or Zombie Halloween, Halloween 2 Okay. Name your movie different things, people. I know, it's very <laughs> confusing. <gasps> yes, I like it when he pulls it from the floorboard, but I definitely agree that when it becomes more face than mask, it's not
0: great. The floorboard would be that'd be the first reboot, wouldn't it? That'd be, yeah, Rob Zombie's Halloween 1.
1: I have it written down
2: as Zombie's Halloween. The second one yeah. is where it's
0: like ripped up. Yeah, because he's you, already got it in the second one. It,
1: Maybe I'm the thinking the first where one second is
2: he's one, like then. the bearded weird dude in the whatever and then right
1: and it becomes basically a half mask and then he's mm-hmm. mostly without a mask
2: yeah yeah so you mean i like, I like rob the first
1: one. i mean
0: to be fair there are extensions of the same mask but you mean I like know. the rob zombie halloween where there mask. actually
1: is a mask that's the one i like
0: <laughs> okay yeah no <laughs> justin
2: i can say i still like the the halloween resurrection mask i'm just kidding god no <laughs> <laughs> I like the first mask John, Com- John Carpenter's Halloween, just cause it's like the first mask I got, you get to see cause it is the first one and I don't know. It's just perfect. It was, you know, what they're all based off of. And the hair is everything's like messed with, you know, they painted it so they wouldn't get in trouble and the hair just, it's like, I don't know, just looks disheveled, but not too stylized. Mm-hmm. Um, And then of course i like the 2018 one because it's the closest uh recreation of the first one but aged and damaged a bit so that's that's fine and then of course you know you got halloween four (laughs) five resurrection there are some terrible
0: (laughs) ones there are some ones we just like how do you let that on yeah we should have chosen the
3: worst masks
0: (laughs) yeah i guess so i guess
3: well i think we'd Um, all probably agree We could probably just choose one. the film with the worst masks, which yes. is also yeah. the film with the most masks.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you go on Google and you type in yeah, Halloween masks, uh, well, Michael Myers Halloween masks, don't just type in Halloween masks. <laughs> whole bunch of crazy yeah. Show come. yeah, there are some hilarious looks. Yeah. Some brilliant looks.
2: Yeah. Well, so I forgot to say for like my favorite death too, I liked season of the witch death with the, the family in that room because that was just Yeah, that was crazy. really cool.
1: That was probably the best part of that whole oh, film Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah.
0: Like with the kids. With like the snakes yeah. and
1: everything.
2: Yeah. 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 yeah, so awesome. So
4: oh, disgusting.
0: Cool. Okay, so we get a lot of opening pumpkins in the Halloween movies. First one's got 12nd one Second one's got one. Uh, third one has one. Fourth one, I think, has one. Sixth one definitely has like the slashy slashy you know, intercut pumpkins. Yeah. They bring it back in 2018 rob zombie doesn't do anything with it sadly but lots of opening pumpkins what are people's favorites i have to say i have a little soft spot for for season of the witch the digital one yeah because see see it,
4: <laughs>
3: <laughs> it was just so definitely different. the funniest one for me yeah
0: it's kind of stuff but i think it's actually really stylish how the digital lines are going across as the credits are happening it's just once you see what it is it looks stupid but yeah. when you got up close it's pretty cool my favorite though actually and I don't know how they did it I know some people are saying it's CGI but I don't think David Gordon Green would do it that way uh, Is the new Halloween I think the reverse yeah it's a time lapse
2: it's a, it was a reverse a time reverse lapse time yeah lapse. that's
0: what it looked like to me and there's some people saying it's CGI because you wouldn't film for that long it's like, it wouldn't take that long a pumpkin yeah. if you put it in a hot condition 24 hours yeah people time
2: lapse de- decomposing things all the time I know So <laughs> like, like an apple and then you watch or you watch uh, bugs eat something it's like oh what that's a cgi ants devouring something it's like dude no
0: people are stupid yeah I, I love it i love it i think it's it's not only a great visual but it's a metaphor for the rest of the movie and i think that's the only time that really happens yeah so i really love it i'm on
2: the same boat as you so uh, my answer's already been done <laughs>
4: awesome
3: i am experiencing lots of patterns of my favorite things being from the first film and this most recent one because i agree right. i really like the deflated pumpkin slowly blowing back up to its full young boldest shape but i really my favorite i think is the first one just because once you're zoomed in it's still and again i don't know if this is on purpose i think we talked about it briefly that it looks like michael myers holding a knife when you're like really mm-hmm. really zoomed in on the nose and one of the eyes one of the mm-hmm. eyes looks like his mask with, like, a little knife. I like
1: it. Nice. Katie? Yeah, I'm the same. I did find.
0: I'm the same with the first one? Or with I like
1: the first and then the new one, the 2018 one. But I did find some things that I might have liked about the intro to the season of the witch. <laughs> <laughs>
0: you love it. You see what's happening. You turn no, it around. No,
1: I don't at all. <laughs> I watched as little of that as possible to remind myself. How much I do not like it, but yes, I like the intro. I thought it was
2: clever. <laughs>
3: <laughs> that was not clever.
0: No one picked Halloween two, where the pumpkin splits at the last moment into a skull. <laughs> no. it.
3: at least there were no semen openings like Chucky. That's
0: true.
3: Oh, no, that's I was like, very lucky. Would there be <laughs> exactly no <Why>? semen? No.
0: <laughs> so, wow. all right. Before we get into putting all this all in order, I think we can all safely say that Jamie Lee Curtis is the best lead in these films.
4: Yep.
3: Unless yeah. Unless
0: anyone's going to vouch for anything else. Uh, I'm going to say J- uh, Josh Hartnett. Josh Hartnett. <laughs> I know, I was thinking with H2O, I was like, I mean, she's the lead, but there are other leads, but I don't really know who you'd count as the other lead yeah. in H2O. Probably Josh Hartnett.
1: Yeah, it would have to be Josh Hartnett. Yeah. I'm going to say
0: Buster Rams. <laughs> So, who other than Buster and and Jamie Lee Curtis, who ignoring Jamie Lee Curtis, who's everyone's favorite lead throughout the entire frame? Paul Rudd? Yeah, Paul Rudd.
3: Danielle Harris. He's one of mine. Yeah, I have Danielle Harris and Paul Rudd written down, and then my note below it is that. They're my favorites for very, very different reasons. I was going
0: to well, say, like, you love Paul Rudd,
4: <laughs> you you think Paul that's Rudd clear. but he's
0: terrible. He's really bad. Exactly. But God bless him. He looks like, you know, an actor who's like, I've got a lead role. I'm yeah, so I love excited. it. It's a little Paul oh. yeah. smirk
1: and then it's a little
3: run. Come on.
2: Oh, he's the only brilliant. thing that makes already. that film
1: watchable.
3: So entertaining.
2: My, my favorite lead, other than Jimmy Lee Curtis, is the, uh, the people that play The Shape. Uh. Oh, very nice. Look very at nice. you. Yeah. Who Kiss plays ass. the shape?
1: Justin, the best.
2: <laughs> You've got, what's his name? Uh, Warlock. Dick uh, Warlock. Dick, Castle. Dick Good old Dicky boy.
0: I have to say, with Daniel Harris, for me, there's a the caveat of only in part four. Like, in part five, yeah, she does a good yeah, job. Yeah, yeah. Well, actually, to be fair, she's still great in part five, but it's just... Pfft. Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> it's hard to get positive. And in the Halloween Rob Zombie 1 she's not the lead for sure. But I mean, if we're going with least favorite lead for me, yeah, that's the thing. It's it's Rob Zombie's version of yeah. Laurie Strode. Mm-hmm.
4: Yeah.
2: I'm gonna say Nick, Nick fuck Castle right though. Nick Castle. Yeah. First shape.
0: Although I would argue in Halloween Rob Zombie Part One, little Michael is the lead. You know, for at least half of that movie. Yeah. Right. Um, and I think he's great.
4: Don't yeah. See Bad, no, Mikey.
0: actor.
2: Yeah, he's pretty monkey. good. I looked after you, Mikey. I looked after
0: you. I'm going to you. Don't throw that TV on my face. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I've, I've very, such a fucking, what a mess of a franchise. Like, honestly, so many different, it's even hard to know who's the lead in this film sometimes. It's, it's, it's confusing. Which leads us perfectly on trying to rank these movies. I'm genuinely fascinated because I think, yeah, we're, we're correlating on a couple of things for sure. So I think, you know, our top three are at least going to have two movies that are the same for probably all of us. Uh, maybe. Who knows? But I've been looking at all these lists online from people. Again, like, we're on tour right now. If you want to come say hello, I'm in Ithaca. We're showing our film Starfish here. And I'm talking to all these horror fans who do podcasts or do reviews or are just very passionate or make movies. Everybody's list is radically different for the Halloween franchise. Like, everyone I'm seeing on Twitter who's putting them up now because of the new movie. It's like, Jesus. Sure, the first Halloween is always up there somewhere near the top, you know, in the first two. But then it's it's a hot mess. <laughs> like, there are people who've got 2018 right at the bottom. There are people, a lot of a lot of people have got it in the middle. People who think Halloween 2 is right up there. People who think Season of the Witch is right up there. There are people who've met, yeah, who think Resurrection is right up there. It's like, it's all over the place. I can kind of understand because this franchise is all over the place. Let's start... We're, well, I don't know. Who wants to talk? Who wants to go first? Who wants to reveal? Excellent. I'll Thanks go. So it's <laughs> Katie.
1: Number so much eleven. What's politeness going on today? We have season of the witch because it fucking sucks. <laughs> Number ten. We have.
0: I'm not gonna open that door of would you still give it that door if it wasn't a Halloween movie? Would it, I mean, do you still think just as
2: a movie, it's oh, the yeah, worst it's of not all good. of these? It's not good. Okay, that's fair enough.
1: Number ten. I have the revenge of Michael Myers.
2: How is Halloween Resurrection not the bottom two?
1: Nine, resurrection. <laughs> Gosh. <laughs> Number eight was hey, Halloween. No, 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 no. I'm just,
0: I'm, just I'm, I'm contextualizing this in my head too. Season of the Witch. Then Halloween Five.
1: Revenge. And then Resurrection.
0: What, what do you uh, what do you like about Resurrection more than five?
1: I made this list already. I don't I didn't know how to like discuss.
0: Okay, fine. <laughs> I just do. It's better.
1: What was it? There was something that I was like, oh, right, I like that better.
0: Is it Buster Rhymes?
1: It is not Buster Rhymes.
0: Okay, you can continue. Otherwise, we just got silence. I
1: know, <laughs> but you... Like, I didn't know <laughs> how to actually answer things. <laughs> Buster Rhymes! No, it was just bad. They're both bad. They were, like, even, but I had to put one above the other. Number eight was Halloween X or 10...
0: For a second, there, I was like, there's a Jason X in
1: this franchise. No, I <laughs> called it Halloween X. I don't even know which one that is. Rob Zombies one. Yes.
0: You got that at number eight? Yeah. Because you were seeming to be up on it on this series, in this, in this episode. I mean, interesting.
1: No, it's the second one.
0: Oh, wait, what?
1: It's Rob Halloween zombie, 10. Just... So
0: it's oh, Rob, okay. Rob, it's Rob zombie... Zombies Halloween, yeah, Halloween two. 2. Okay, sorry.
1: See, I'm. This is very. It's so confusing. Let's just call
0: it by the by. Yeah, by the release name or date if it's the same name. Yeah, RZH
2: (laughs) two.
1: Number seven, I have the Curse of Michael Myers, which is six. For six, hate he Rudd so much. For six, I have nine, which is the first Rob Zombie Halloween. Okay. For five, I have the second one. So Halloween, Halloween two. two, original Halloween two. The original
0: Halloween two. And number five. Number okay.
1: four, I have four, the return of Michael Myers. Okay. Three, Halloween twenty eighteen. Two, H two O. And one, the original.
4: Hmm.
0: Mm. Interesting. So I'm just trying to like I'm just Yeah.
1: I really okay. like the Daniel Harris one. The return. Yeah. That was the most that was probably the most on board with the series that I was until for a while like h2o validated a lot but it, it was only really because it had jamie lee curtis in it and it was a little bit more of a fresh take on her character but the return i think was the best non jamie lee curtis one for me
0: was there any struggle for you placing the new one against h2o and against part four and stuff
1: i in no way liked it more than h2o it's still to me a pretty messy concept of a film but it's kind of the same struggle that I have with some of the Rob Zombie ones, or at least the first Rob Zombie one, in that it's very stylized. And so it's more of like a raucous throwback film. It doesn't stand alone. Okay. So H2O to me did something new, even though it carried on with similar characters. And then the ending of H2O is, is one of my favorite things about the whole s- series. So it in no way was going to edge into my top two, but I had, there were a lot of things that I liked about it and more things that I liked about it than some of the other films and anything sure. that had Jamie Lee Curtis in it was immediately like up and above. Cause she's such a stalwart and such a, you know, well,
0: you are, where, where's Halloween two? That was that part number seven for you, wasn't it or something? No, it's five five. five, five. Okay. So yeah. I mean right. she's
1: yes obviously she's in the second one but she's you it's almost like she doesn't want to be there like she isn't well yeah she's for most of it yeah she doesn't do Laurie Strode things in the second one
0: Justin yep. you give us your list buddy
2: alright so from worst to best uh, first Halloween I'm just kidding <laughs> <laughs> uh, number 11 is going to be oh it was a close but I'm going to have to go with Halloween resurrection <laughs> Definitely. Explain yourself. How could this be at <sighs> least? Favorite? I know it should be the number one, and then the second one after that, I'm gonna go with Halloween: The Revenge of Michael Myers, because
4: mm-hmm.
2: yeah, I just didn't. I don't know the her not being able to speak and seeing Michael, and I just it just wasn't too much back and forth. I didn't really like. Then I'm gonna go with Halloween: Dose the Rob Zombie one, because. I don't know. It was just kind of ridiculous. And he's like this mountain man now. And yeah. Too uh, many ponies. Too many ponies. Like, come on. <laughs> and then... uh, It's a toss-up between Halloween, The Curse of Michael Myers, or the first Rob Zombie. Hmm. I'm going to go with The Curse of Michael Myers. Because it just... The cult thing is just a little way too, too much of a stretch. And then I'll go
0: with. And we, and we do have to remember we're talking about a producer's cut, yeah. which we all agreed was more coherent than yeah. the theatrical cut. However, the producer's cut does include a scene of Michael Myers raping his niece or whatever it is. Oh, he's, he's underage yeah. and he's like, there's some, there's some bad stuff that Wait, in, in that film. In,
2: in the curse of Michael, in the curse of Michael the curse, Myers. Yeah. Yeah. Did we watch that? I don't even remember that.
0: There's this weird flashback where they show the thing with Thorn and they show like him like you don't see him actually do it, but oh, she's yeah, on the table right. and, yeah, like, yeah, oh, that and that then like. He well. Oh dude,
2: I totally yeah. black that out. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. That's, that's the next one. And then I'll do uh, Rob Zombie's Halloween. Okay. And then which one was the revenge of Michael Myers again?
0: Revenge was part five, which you've already put like way down. Oh, Return okay. was part four with Daniel Harris. Uh, oh so yeah, yeah. Fight, Revenge is Penguin Cops and part four is, is um, Daniel is, is, sort of, How many more? It's fucking okay. okay, fuck off, yeah, Wade.
2: Okay, yeah. Uh, then I'll do that one: the the Return of Michael Myers. What number was that for you? Sorry. I think you're on five. Number five. Okay. Yeah. I think. Okay, so like to do a quick recap, we got eleven, mm-hmm. then the Revenge of Michael Myers, mm-hmm. then the Halloween. Rob Zombie Halloween 2. 2. And then Curse of Michael Myers. Mm-hmm. And the first Halloween. And then the. Rob
0: Zombie's Rob first Zombies. Halloween. Yeah, Rob Zombie's okay. first
2: Halloween. Sorry. RZH1. RZH1.
0: And <laughs> then, then. Halloween 4. You know what we haven't heard yet? Is those words Season of the Witch. Yeah, yeah.
2: Then. <laughs> oh <laughs> like boy. Katie's face. <laughs> then. just because he the,
1: likes to sing the fucking song.
2: And <laughs> the return of Michael Myers. <laughs> Oh, the season fuck? of the witch, <laughs> and then
1: we're no longer friends.
2: And then the curse, uh, the season of the witch. Oh my god! Did that sound? That's your fourth. Is that your third favorite? Fourth favorite. It'd fourth, be fourth favorite. Then. Fourth. The reason why yeah. I put curse of or the season of the witch is because I yes, I, I don't really like the main character too much, but it was definitely, you know not trying to force its way into working into a timeline. It was like, aside from... it was not. Yeah, and it was just like, hey, we're gonna...
1: (laughs) The reason I like this book is that it doesn't really know what it is and or wants to be a book. Uh, So
2: (laughs) I think that it's doing something new. It's just, it's a literal Halloween film. They didn't go like (laughs) with what the Halloween franchise is, but it has a catchy song and I do like (laughs) how people died in it. And I do Street. like films that have kind of like cultish vibes. So that's why I put that there. And then we're going to go into H2O.
1: How dare mm. you put those two things next to each other?
2: Because you got <laughs> Josh Hartnett, you got Michelle Williams, you got Jamie Lee Curtis, and guest starring in LL Cool J who writes sexy books.
3: He does have some nice sexy books.
2: Yeah. And then I'll go with Halloween 2. And then I'll go yeah. with the newest Halloween 2018 and then the original.
0: Interesting. Okay, so you got your top four were um, H2O, then Halloween 2, then the new one, and then the original. Why Halloween 2 above H2O? Just out of interest.
2: Halloween 2? Because I'm
0: challenging it. I just no, like it. No, no, no. like I'm, just, I'm just
2: trying to think. I think they're like really close. I'd like that it was, you know, like a continuation of first one. I'm trying to, like, remember all the pieces that I liked about it. I like having Loomis in it, and this is the one where they, they end with the the explosion, right? Yeah. Yeah.
0: The big, the big, uh, the old, list turn on all the gas in yeah. this room, and yes. then somehow everybody was hilarious walks out and a lot.
2: entertaining. I liked her, her panic through it. It was a little bit sloppy in some parts, but I don't know. The people, the nurses in it, were stupid, like, slipping on blood, and... The hospital always seemed empty, but I just didn't like in H2O how it's just like straight up shot. Hello, cool, cool J, And there's like, and that mm-hmm. guy was like, Hey, yeah, like this count. I don't know who he was. He was just like hooking up with, you know, Josh Harnett's mom. And he was like, Oh, hey, it was
1: her boyfriend.
2: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then when she was telling him that information, she's like, I got to tell you a secret. He's like, mm, I don't know. <laughs> just kind of irritated me. Okay.
0: Bro. I love your reasons why you like yeah. or don't like something. I don't
2: There was like, it just had like a scream vibe. It was really close to scream. Didn't mm-hmm. there was a person who worked on it? I believe that worked on Scream. Yep. Okay, yeah. Awesome.
0: You know, people. I mean, some people hate that movie. That's honestly why I just want you to be that voice oh, if, yeah. if you're placing it. Below I just like liked how. What's your name?
2: Like how some people died in that and H two O over the other ones, which was like, okay. yeah, if your your foot got crushed and you're crawling away. I mean. Mm-hmm. You pretty much would just end up as a jack-o'-lantern.
0: All right? Allie, what's your list?
3: Okay. Before I say it, I would like oh boy. to explain that oh my... Boy. What? You invited me on this podcast. <laughs> you asked me to be here. The place of vote. I mean, every time... We make these lists. I feel like it's always the easiest to choose your top two or top three and your bottom two, bottom three. Mm -hmm. And that was the case with this. But I like the hardest part this time was actually the middle for me. And it wasn't because it's like close ties. It was more because I was like on number five and writing down the movie and being like, this movie is not good enough to be in my top five. I don't like this movie. But then looking at the rest and being like, oh, but those are worse. (laughs) so the hardest part for me was that I mean there's a lot of movies in here and the majority of them I think are bad and so like the hardest thing was like writing in like top four and being like this is a bad movie why would this be number four but it's just because there's so many and that's not to say that the top three the top three I really like so those are good so I don't want people to be too upset and I don't want to make anybody cry because I know this franchise is very special to a lot of people your but my yeah, my overall opinion is that the majority of these movies I'm really not a fan of. So, number eleven, I have <laughs> Halloween two, two thousand nine, so Rob Zombie. Okay. Um number ten, season of the witch. <laughs> I at first I thought you were making the penguin noise. I was like, no, that's a different movie.
4: No, not different.
3: <laughs> Similar. Just sped up and slowed down. It's kind of the same sounds. Number nine, I have the other Rob Zombie Halloween from two thousand seven. Ooh! Oh shit! Hates Rob Zombie. <laughs> well, the issue with this is I realize not only am I the odd one out usually in these franchises, having not seen most of them, but I think I watching horror, I look, I still am looking for what I look for in other films, which is developed characters, people that I like, and I'm more focused on the story and the narrative versus like cool kills. The kills don't really excite me all that much. It
0: was the only one that gave you what you wanted, which was young, you know, Michael Myers. Yeah, but every time I ask for that in a
3: horror franchise, they do a shitty job. They don't do like the nice quiet version that I want.
0: It was also the only one where, you know, fathers want to skull fuck their mothers for talking back to them at breakfast. Yeah,
3: I just all of the dialogue (laughs) and the characters in these in Rob Zombies are just horrific. So that bothers me more than like the like Your yeah they had, they had they wow. had cool kills but that's I don't that doesn't excite me that much which again maybe I shouldn't be watching these horror slasher movies because you're welcome the world of people who love these movies that's what they look for and that's why they have this no, huge following no no but this following.
0: is the thing again with this franchise this is what I mean it's like there are people who fucking hate there are whole thesis out and not well written about why Rob Zombie ruined everything. You know, because they hate him. They hate him so much, yeah. and they don't see any worth in what he's done. Okay, so I'm, and I'm, I'm happy not alone. that. And oh, I just want to read H2O the thesis it's that's too just scary. titled
1: "How Rob Zombie Ruined Halloween."
0: <laughs> it's that's terrible. It's just like people are very angry about a lot of stuff for this franchise. So I'm glad we're all echoing some of those thoughts.
3: Okay. Um. So then at number eight, I have Resurrection. Number
4: Understand, seven,
3: I have Halloween 2 from 81. Uh
4: uh-huh, uh-huh.
3: Number okay. six, I have The Curse of Michael Myers, the sixth one. Number five, I have The Revenge of Michael Myers, fifth one.
0: Holy shit. So, my that's actually,
3: actually, four, four well, that's what I'm saying is I was writing five and I was like, this doesn't deserve to be here. But then I liked all the other ones less. So, I was like, well,
4: fuck wow. me. <laughs> fuck me i guess i guess i'll put it there you Allie
1: drunk and like trying to get through this list and it was, was hard fuck me, i guess <laughs> so
3: then number yes, four wow. yeah four. my number in my list four five and six are actually the trilogy four five and six so they Got match it. that order so the fourth one is the return of michael myers the fourth movie uh-huh. and then my top three at three i have h20 20 years later interesting my second one is Halloween 2018, and then the first being the original in 1978. Okay. So two and three, Halloween and H2O. I, I love the ending in H2O a lot more than I love the ending in 2018's Halloween. Yeah. But I liked the majority, like the center bits of the film of Halloween 2018 more than I enjoyed them in H2O. If that
0: makes sense.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: It makes sense. So, yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, we're my... echoing a lot in those top sort of four films. <laughs> yeah. But your, the rest of your list is vastly different. Like five in the middle, Rob Zombie's Halloween right at the
4: bottom. Well, that's
3: why I'm like, it doesn't deserve to be there, but the other ones also deserve to be at the bottom.
0: Interesting. Yeah. As the big Halloween fan, and again, for those of you just joining for the wrap up, like this was Michael Myers was like my boy. He was all me in slasher films. And I used to watch all these films again and again and again as a late teenager, early 20s. And then coming back to them now, it's been a real surprise because I was so excited to do this franchise. Like you say, it's been a surprise to find out, oh, most of these are really bad. Um, but what's been more upsetting is because that's true of many. Like, I don't think that mo- nearly all the Friday the 13th films are bad. Uh, nearly all the Texas Chainsaw Massacre films are bad. But what I'm hoping for is Not that the Hellraisers.
1: Those are all amazing.
2: <laughs> yeah, they're all great. They're all perfect. Yeah.
0: But yeah, yeah, there's not a seminal Hellraiser film. Spoilers for that franchise, I don't think. There's not a seminal Friday the 13th film. But I love Friday the 13th. And I think that's the thing. It's like I'm hoping they're going to be interesting. And I think actually the biggest damning thing against this franchise for me is that not much of it is interesting enough. Like There aren't enough interesting voices mixing stuff up. I'm going to look at it now. Sure, there's some different styles going on here. But it's hard to know what to do with Michael Myers and they don't do enough that's sort of bold and fun with him. And that's the real disappointment that I've taken away. I still have fun I'm going through these films with you, and I do still. The way I've kind of like done my list is from what I like as a film, what I would recommend to other people, and also just what I'd go back to again. You know, when I'm getting to the shitty ones, that's what I look at. It's like, would I rather rewatch that or rewatch this? You know. So right at the bottom of my list is actually Halloween Five: The Revenge of Michael Myers. That's my least favorite, and there are some moments in here that I don't mind. It is schlocky '80s stupid slasher, you know, film, but. It's just, it's, I think it's the lack of ambition and it's the obnoxiousness of how the director handles stuff in this film that just pisses me off. Not even knowing that how he you know, did the set and how dangerous it was. Um, and then they trade off, like, they fuck over the lead character from the last film by turning into a bimbo in the beginning of this and then yeah. they cut her off and then you're replaced by this ob- really infuriating lead who's just, like, hyperactive all the time. So I don't like this movie. Uh, my next least favorite is H2, Rob Zombie's Halloween 2. This one, I'm only placing above that because it's a hard one for me to do. Because I used to, I thought it would be higher, but I think it's terrible and I think it looks terrible. And that he spent 15 million dollars on this, I think is just disgraceful. However, it has bold vision, like it has vision, and I respect that in any film. So, I, could, you know, I think it's got more vision than nearly every film on this list, which I respect I was on before. I just don't like the vision. So, I mean, if you like the vision, then this could be way high on your list, and I, you know, can understand that. It's just not for me. Halloween Resurrection is my next one. And these bottom three were really hard to put in order. <laughs> Halloween Resurrection, I think, is objectively worse than Rob Zombie's Halloween 2. And I think it's worse than Revenge of Mike Myers in most ways. But if I had to go back and watch one of these three, I'd probably watch this one because it's so bad, it actually does start to fall into its kind of fun with the right group of people. I didn't find it fun watching it on my own. But... It's so stupid. Like, the webcam stuff is so fucking stupid. Buster Rhymes makes me angry. <laughs> the opening bit just is such a disgraceful way to end Jamie Lee Curtis's role in the films up to that point. But, you know, Jamie Lee Curtis is in it and that's at least some fun it's to true. watch. And and it adds a little bit of production value there in places and, uh, like, it's really terrible. The ending is terrible as well, which upsets me. But I would probably rewatch it over the other two. Then we get into ones that I think it, there's some, some merit to somewhere. So then my the next one is Season of the Witch. It's obviously not a Halloween film. So I'm not even going to talk about it like it is. But talking about it for what it is, yeah, again, this is midnight stupid. Like, if you just want a trashy movie with some friends, I can see it being fun to this movie. There's plenty to laugh at in this movie. Which, you know, is more than I can say for many of the films in this list. Next up is The Curse of Michael Myers, Producer's Cut. I was surprised by how much I didn't hate this movie when we went back to watch it. It's really stupid. The Producer's Cut actually makes it stupider in some ways, but it's at least coherent, which the theatrical version is not, or vaguely coherent, as much as Pebbles stopping people can be coherent. There are some icky moments, yeah, like the Michael Myers with his niece thing and stuff, but Michael Myers looks pretty cool in this one, actually. Some of the kills are pretty cool. Paul Rudd's a whole bunch of fun. You get stupid bits like a little girl like, why is it raining red <laughs> like under the tree? <laughs> I, I kind of, I don't know. I kind of find some merit in this movie now and it looks okay. There's some production value there. Then Halloween 2, the original. Uh, it's fine. It's not as much fun as I thought it was. It's very disposable. And I was just reading an article which I 100% agree with is if you want the best Halloween 2, then go watch Cold Prey 2. It's a great Norwegian slasher films. Cold Prey is incredible and Cold Prey 2, they follow on in Halloween tradition by setting it in a hospital and it's everything that this film should be.
3: What number on your list is that?
0: That is six. Okay. Number six, Halloween 2.
3: Number five
0: is Halloween 4, The Return of Michael Myers. I think this is a totally, this is when I think of the eighties and I think of slasher movies, this is one of those movies that I think of as it's just a really solid eighties slasher movie. It does all the tropes you think it should. Although it spins it a little bit by having a kid in the lead. Um, And I think Daniel Harris is great. It doesn't do anything that bold. It doesn't do anything that exciting. Michael Myers unfortunately looks really stupid in it, which is a real shame. But it's a really just, it's just a decent solid movie, you know. And if you like the first two, then I think this is one that you'll get something out of because it's very much in that vein. Then in my top four, number four is Rob Zombie's Halloween. The stuff I hate about this movie, I find abhorrent. And that is script stuff, and it's how he writes character stuff, particularly This is your number ups. four? My number four is ha- Rob Zombie's Halloween.
1: Interesting. is
0: yeah. <laughs> that interesting? All
2: right. But the body's at Put the it's, floor.
0: <laughs> is that higher than you thought it would be? Or lower? Yeah. Which? Higher. Higher? Oh, okay. I say
2: it's lower. I'm just kidding.
0: <laughs> the stuff I like in Rob Zombie's Halloween, I love. Like, I really love. Like, I think it's shot beautifully. I think, actually, The Little Kid is fantastic. It's the only film that has some really chilling deaths in it that actually get under my skin. And I think the second half is really slick. It's just a messed up mixed movie of like, this shouldn't be split in these two halves. Just do one of these two stories right. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I wish he didn't write the fucking scripts, which are terrible. But the stuff I like in it, I really love. So it's a very hard movie for me to judge. Every time I watch it, I'm like, oh, I hate that. Or, oh my God, actually, that's really great. So yeah, uh, this is, for me, this is the right place for it to be. Because when I'm equating those two sides of it, this is kind of where it ends up. Right. And then my top three, Halloween 2018 is my third favorite. I respect it immensely. I think it's the best looking of any Halloween film other than the original. I think Jamie Lee Curtis gives the best performance of her career in this film. But yeah, go back to our last week's episode to really hear our full thoughts on it. But I just have a lot of problems with it. I don't think it makes any sense. I actually think it's not ambitious at all. I think the ending is terrible and lets it down immensely and just has no... no it just doesn't mean anything, the ending. After all the build-up, we lose focus with Jamie too much. I don't care about the teenagers there's lots of stupid bits I don't like the English podcasters in it but I think that you know there's lots that's right with this movie and I think Michael Myers is fucking great in this movie as well but yeah we cut away from all the kills which I don't need to see the kills but then don't show them gruesome afterwards if you're gonna be shy about showing it like there's stupid one-liners at the end like there's a lot I really don't like about it on second watching I really enjoyed it first time but second time I was like I don't really know how much I like this movie But I really respect it. I think it's trying to be a really serious story and then it just loses focus a whole bunch. So I think its ambitions are great. And when it succeeds, it's really, really great. But for me, number two, H2O, succeeds at what it's trying to do better. Now, I do have to stipulate, I think Halloween 2018 is closer to what Jamie wants and it's closer to what I would want. But I don't think it succeeds at it as well as H2O. H2O is just out there to be, you know, a fun Scream-style movie, and for me, it's my favorite slasher movie of the 90s. I prefer it to Scream, I prefer it to Annoying we did Last Summer. That's controversial, I know, but that's how I feel. And a lot of it is because of the ending. Through those 90s slasher films, you get to the end, the masks come off, it's just some teenager or some parent, and I don't care anymore. This one, the ending just gets better and better and better, and then we end on a heady high, and it's the best, like high for me of the entire series is the last scene of this this yeah leaves me feeling fantastic i just really enjoy it and as much as jamie Lee curtis now wants to pretend it doesn't exist i think the scenes with her at the beginning of halloween 2018 deal with post-traumatic stress way more seriously and way better and then they forget all about her and by the end her journey didn't mean anything her journey in this i think works really well yeah so i love h2o and of course halloween the original my number one it's a 10 out of 10 film for me. I do think it's a masterpiece. There are flaws in it, of course, and there are things that have aged a little bit, of course, but I think the filmmaking is elegant and beautiful and the acting, for the most part, is excellent. The music is spectacular. I love this movie, and I love how it ends as well. Even if there were no sequels, this would be a great ending.
1: It was really funny um, as we were watching these because when I watched, when we watched the first one the first time, I gave it, I think, like an 8.5 out of 10. And then as we started going through these other ones, like, my my rating of it just kept going up and up and up. Yeah. <laughs> I, <was> like, <laughs> I feel like that tends oh, to happen. <laughs> never mind.
0: It's hard with that stuff, though, because then it's like, oh, you're just judging it against the other ones. Because if you feel that's an 8.5, then maybe it was. And everything else should just be way, way below that. Oh, <laughs> well, yeah. yeah.
1: But, I mean, I there are very few films that I've ever gone below, like, a 2 or a 3. Because... I mean, there are at least like good intentions usually to them, but mm-hmm. yeah, it's it's difficult when you get into movies. the garbage in the middle sections of things.
0: It is, it is. Guys, some really mixed, mixed list there, but I think we all agreed on our top sort of three at least. You know, 2018, H2O, and Halloween yep. are the ones that we yeah. all seem to enjoy well, the most. Oh, I kind see of Halloween too in there. As well,
2: just. Blended for me. I was like, uh, that person was in a bunch of them. Um, I don't know which one we'll was which.
0: <laughs> yeah, looking back, that's what I mean, It's like looking back, there's a lot of mesh. The yeah. guys aren't particularly in the middle. But I'm I'm very excited. Like if they do more, I still, you know, I'd love to see what they're gonna do with that. I don't I do think it's a very hard franchise to continue with, but Because, yeah. They keep wanting to end it but then not end it. And it's like, okay, yeah. just make up your mind. Just do what's right. But I'm sure we'll have another one in just a couple of years' time. Now, we have gotta get out of here and I'm gonna talk a little bit about our next franchise, but I think, Ali, are you the only person with a pitch? I don't have one. I just have a con- w- concept. Justin's got a concept. A state of mind. Katie, you don't have one, do you?
1: No, I was thinking about it, but it was nothing that was worthy of That
0: was exciting, about, yeah. so. I think we did, think we did my- minor ones. <laughs> I think we did minor ones, actually, in the last episode. So if you go to the end of the last episode, we talk a bit about what we'd want next. So there's a little bit there. Justin, let's hear your little concept first, and then we'll have Ali with a 40-page. <laughs>
2: okay. <laughs> All right, so it would continue after the one we just all saw 2018 so you wouldn't know if he's dead or not but it would be like you know she thinks it's fine they're kind of like Jamie Lee Curtis is like living normally but a Michael Myers like appears it would just basically be like someone's trying to keep it going to like uphold a tradition or whatever someone who like liked Michael Myers or something I don't know Kind of like just fan. so it's like a not just one person. It's like people just trying to torment her to hmm. Like I don't know, like a little cult.
0: Yeah, a lot of cults. like cults. You're like a cult of Chucky. Yeah. The cult of Michael Myers.
2: Yeah, it's kind of. I that's see all I mean, out. it's
0: one of the problems they have is continuing on. Is he's he's an old man. Yeah, he's so <laughs> yeah. he's doing pretty well considering. Allie, hi. The floor is yours. Okay. Bear in mind, we all have to have lives to lead. <laughs> I'm going to keep you here at the for festival. an
3: hour. Actually in the last episode, I think my response to a sequel was stop making these movies. So I think it yeah, was.
2: I think it all is so this is different <laughs> from that
3: opinion. Um knowing that they're gonna continue to make these, I have an idea. And it's we're gonna start and we find out that laurie Strode is dead and Michael Myers did not kill her. Michael Myers got caught. Somewhere in the woods, somebody found him, recognized immediately who it was, sent him back to a sanitarium. He's locked up. Lori Strode is dead. He's still surrounded by nurses and security who are talking about him and his life in front of him as if he's not there. So he knows that she's dead and is still not talking. So then we get a new nurse who is hired. And I am imagining Cynthia Erivo in this role. And she... Who's that? She is, she, I recognize her from The Color Purple on Broadway, but we just saw her yeah. in El Royale at Oh. Really? Fest. Or Fantastic Fest. Oh, Sorry. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah,
4: She's yeah, the yeah. singer. Okay, I know what you mean. Yeah, gotcha. yeah, she's great.
3: And the reason is one, I love her. And two, it's not a musical, <laughs> but I would still like singing in it. So Cynthia Erivo.
2: <laughs> nice. Of so course. she's our How new nurse. How much money do you need? I'm just kidding.
3: She is our new nurse. I think she has a very, very kind face. I think she's super talented, both in acting and in singing. And we'll just have little bits of her singing around the hospital because who doesn't need that? <laughs> so she's new. And one day during visiting hours, all of the patients are able to be out in this shared room, whether or not they have visitors. So people are just hanging out at their tables and there's going to be a mom and her son visiting a family member. When it's clear that it's the son's first time. And he, when one of the patients starts like lashing out and freaking out and having kind of a panic attack and like shrieking and just having some sort of episode, the kid gets really, really scared and starts freaking out. And we're going to have Cynthia Rivo's character come over and start comforting him because the mom's not able to calm him down. And she's going to kind of liken everybody who's in the sanitarium to him by explaining that they're just sick and saying like, Oh, you you have nightmares, I'm sure. He's having a nightmare right now. It's similar. Um, this is where people come to get better when they're ill, just like you go to the doctor when you're sick, blah, blah, blah. Um, so that calms him down. And Michael, at the end of this whole spiel, we notice is watching her and is taking note of how nice she is. So then...
0: <laughs> you really fucking thought this. I did.
3: This I'm on my second oh, okay. page now. So then one evening, one of the patients is being escorted by Cynthia back from, who knows, an appointment with a doctor or whatever. It doesn't matter. He, (laughs) again, starts having some sort of episode and starts attacking Cynthia. And we, she's like very, she's like trying to calm him down, but he's overpowering her. And we hear a really, really loud bang. And we see that Michael has broken out of his room. And is running towards them and he picks up the guy who's attacking cynthia and slams him against a wall and he is is like a few steps away so michael starts approaching him and his slow scary walk also he doesn't have a mask on this whole time i'm assuming that's clear if he's in a sanitarium starts approaching him and cynthia shouts at him to stop and he does and he turns around and looks at her and they kind of stare at each other for a little bit before security starts running down the hall because they heard the bang And they ask if everything's okay. And in this time, when Michael turns around to look at Cynthia, the other patient has like scampered off back to his room because he got scared. So he's not here. It's just Cynthia and Michael. And then the security guards approach, ask if everything's okay, ask why Michael's out. She pretends it was Michael who was out with the doctor and she's escorting him back. And that the loud bang was just one of the patients was banging against his door, but that it's fine and he's calm now. And with the security guards, there's a janitor slash maintenance guy who comes out with them. And he sticks around with Cynthia to help her because he notices that it's Michael. Security guards go away. Michael walks back into his room. And the maintenance guy starts talking to Cynthia and tells... They kind of realize they're on the same page. And we find out that this janitor really, really loves Michael. And it, he helps her fix the lock and tells her he knows where the tapes are so that they can erase this footage. So nobody needs to know that Michael broke out so he won't get in trouble he already has this reputation. And then we see a conversation of the two of them of the janitor basically explaining that it how much it bothers him and how counterproductive he thinks it is the way people treat Michael and talk about him in front of him, as if he's this big monster and they he thinks it does more <laughs> damage to him that they act as if he's not there and they don't actually care about whether or not he's improving just because he's not speaking and because he killed however many people <laughs> <laughs>
0: I think all of our listeners, this is like therapy session with Allie. All of our listeners are getting such an insight into your personality, right? Yes. Nobody <laughs>
3: who likes this franchise is going to like this movie. I should have prefaced it with that because no. I just want like a nice, quiet, intimate, likable Michael. I mean, this sounds like
0: the first though, half an hour. Like how much more of this movie is it? Well,
3: so I haven't written, that's what I was about to say. I haven't written out the rest of the details. That's your opening intro, but... I will say there are no kills in this film. I don't want him to kill anybody. And nice. then what we're going to start finding out is Cynthia's character is going to start talking to him. Stop laughing at me. Think <laughs> <laughs> your head up. Cynthia's going to start developing more of a relationship with him. And he's still not going to talk this whole film. But obviously, we can tell that he likes her because he tried to save her when someone was attacking her. And she's going to, like, start spending nights with him, talking to him, explaining. She has, I imagine, I haven't developed it yet, but I imagine her having a pretty dark history, which she has chosen to, and There, I feel like there are two path options. When you have a dark history and a dark upbringing, you either go down one road or you go down another road. And one's either detrimental to your own health and one is kind of like, I'm going to use this to help me grow. And she has taken the growth route. So Michael learns about her past and sees where she is and just lives out a quiet rest of his sad life (laughs) in the sanitarium and ends up passing away in the sanitarium. (laughs) And we (laughs) end this series. There's no more Michael. We don't see a funeral, but we see Cynthia visiting his grave. And that's it. Uh,
0: you just made you just made the fucking notebook. Of that
3: is Halloween. a Lifetime movie right there. <laughs> that's what I want.
2: I like you it. What? How much do you need?
3: I want like a really new indie <laughs> director to direct it. I don't want any traditional slasher traits. No mask. He's still not going to talk. Oh, no kills. Fuck.
0: That is... I really hope people stuck around for that because <laughs> that is incredible. Oh, man. I mean, were you just like lying in bed coming up with this? Or was this something that's been gestating for a while?
3: Well, I really don't want there to be more movies because I know they're going to make movies that piss me off. So if they make another one, I want it to be a nice indie story. I don't care about seeing him kill more people. It's going to piss me off that he comes back to life after every fucking end of the movie. And I don't want that. I'm not
4: interested
0: this is what i love having you on these podcasts because you just don't want to be watching these films that's what we're here
3: <laughs> i just want that like i like watching them if h2o had been the end of the series i would have been fucking thrilled because what a cool yeah. bold brave way to end it and be like you know what we got other cool ideas and then just stamp the makers of halloween on your next idea and i'm in
0: they tried that with season of the witch
3: <laughs> no they didn't they called it halloween three.
0: <laughs> oh well ally Thank you. <laughs> well, I hope that you'll be pitching oh, that soon to now. Blumhouse. Yeah. But this is what they should be doing. <laughs> can you please send that? Can we, we like get an or can someone get an audio clip of your little pitch there? And we'll just start tweeting it at, at Jason Blum.
3: <laughs> I mean we're on a podcast, so we can I guess he no, won't I know, listen but I to the I don't think whole Jason thing. Blum
0: needs to listen to the other two hours he can okay. just listen of me slightly shitting over his film. He just needs to hear your pitch. So hopefully everyone can expect that. And, you know, as much as the sequels piss you off, I'm sure your film would not piss off And No, they would piss
3: off the rest of the world. But I'd <laughs> yeah. be happy.
0: Well, that's all that matters. You have me at It Won't Be a Musical. So. It won't,
3: but
1: <sighs> Cynthia will sing. She can she sing, sing Sandman. Oh, that'd be sing. great. Sandman. I would will love to if that. she
0: sing it, it to, him him to help him sleep yeah. at nighttime?: while, like? No, just it's not, not she it <laughs>
3: be weird like that. She just sings to herself. It's not well, she could sing it like <laughs> as she's walking down the halls
1: after she's put everyone to bed. Yeah.
0: Just for context, for everyone who obviously is not seeing Ali's face, there's no irony here. This no, is very I'm serious.
3: This is what I sincere. want. Ask David Lowry to direct it. Oh, boy. We will also tweet at David Lowry. Thank you. I love
0: you, Ali. You're great. Well, there you go, guys. I was a Halloween <laughs> retrospective. Perfect awesome. way to close that out. One of our longest ones yet. It's been an interesting ride. I appreciate all of you guys for joining me. Thank you so much. And everyone who's listened for out. We do appreciate it. You can head back to all of our previous podcasts. we done Texas Chainsaw Massacre, Child's Play, Nightmare on Elm Street, Hellraiser, Invasion of the Body Snatchers, Friday the 13th, The Purge. Did I say Child's Play already? Yes, yeah. I did. What other stuff? Something else. Night, Night of Living Dead. Oh, yeah. All of those films. We've done a whole bunch. And we've also done uh, Danny Boyle, weirdly, and Star Wars, uh, which is continuing. And then we have a, what used to be a weekly podcast, and now it just happens sort of sporadically. We've had a couple of new episodes going up where we talk about topical things, video games, we interview stuff, we talk about life, we talk about depression, burgers, everything. And also the process of making our own films, because we are a production company called We Are Tessellate, run out of LA, Tokyo, and London, making feature films and other projects as well. And we just had a first feature film called Starfish, which is doing a round. you can learn all about it by heading over to IMDb or to starfish we have that handle on all the social medias and starfishmixtape.com will then show you where you can see our film because it'll tell you where it's playing in festivals and all that fun stuff and you can watch a little teaser see some little little bits about it and right now i'm in ithaca so if you're anywhere near new york state come over to ithaca we're playing when are we playing the Couple second and time. third second and third of november so if you're listening to this do that now. we're also playing in mobido and we're playing in some other places i've forgotten anyway go to selfish mixtape check it all out <laughs> you can also please do subscribe please do rate and you can talk to all of us personally i'm mr al white on everything uh mr al white on all the social medias and also on the xbox if you want to ride some ponies in the old red dead or fallout 76 sounds great ally how can people tell you that you have written the greatest halloween movie of all time
3: You can find me in L.A. on Glendon Avenue or you can find me on Instagram. Did you just say that? I didn't say the numbers. Glendon (laughs) Avenue is a very long street. I am on Instagram as Ali Sue.
0: Katie Watson, (laughs) where can people tell you that Season of Witches is the best Halloween film have ever made?
1: I will tell you to fuck off via Instagram at MyDearestWatson.
0: And Justin, where can people join you in your quest for Michael Myers in space?
2: I-T-S-R-A-D-L-E-Y, it's Radley on pretty much everything.
0: So we will be back next Friday. We're going to be starting a new series uh, with me, Katie, and Alex. As we're covering The Predator. So that's six movies? I shot like six that? times. Sorry. <laughs> uh, lots of that will be happening. Um, yeah, we're going to be going for all The Predator movies. And then we've got... Uh, what's after that? Actually, I'm looking forward to... Oh, yeah, we have go prequel one afterwards. Yeah. Predator, not necessarily full-on horror. But new films, you know, just came out recently and it didn't fit with our scheduling quite right. But we wanted to cover it because we'd already, like, yeah, let's do that. So please do join us next week and please do subscribe and rate. And until then, we are out, geeks.
2: Geeks! (laughs) Out, geeks. (laughs)